Welcome to the Restaurant Realty in 10. 10 minutes of uncensored straight talk for restaurant entrepreneurs. Twice weekly, the Restaurant Realty in 10 dives into restaurant operations, facilities, real estate, and investments. Welcome to the Restaurant Realty in 10. This is Michael Carroll, your host. And today we have Tom Poe with Bricks Design talking about signs for restaurants. Tom does a lot of sign installations and development for signs around town. So we wanted to have Tom into the program. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Tell us a little bit about Bricks Design and how you operate. Well, basically we're a three-man shop. We have a designer, a fabricator, and a shop person that does some of both. We've been around for about eight years as Bricks Design in our downtown Pensacola. And Bricks is B-R-I-X for those of you who are going to look up Bricks Design. When a restaurant is ready to prepare a location to turn it into a restaurant of their choosing and they ultimately come up with a logo and a name, they typically will reach out to you. How do you go from their concept of a sign and a design to an actual sign on their building or on a monument? Well, basically at the onset, they'll come out with an idea and we'll meet at the building to look their idea over and see how it goes with the rest of their motif. Make some suggestions, really take pictures of the building and implement their logo onto the building and see if we can make it work for them. A lot of times uh, there's issues with that, but we have to work those through and that takes a little time on the onset. You know, you're working on a design concept for me in downtown. I think it's called a monument sign, right? You're doing two monument signs Mm -hmm. and those are signs that sit on the ground? Correct. Is that the definition of a monument sign? That or a pylon sign. That's what they call it. And so I call a pylon sign something that's typically on a pole that is up higher at least that's my vernacular a lot of people feel that way and you could go either way gotcha and then you then you have the building mounted signs correct. and so those you have a whole bunch of types of those correct and what are some examples of types of signs that go on buildings sometimes people will want to have a blade style sign that you can see from a sidewalk both ways or sometimes it's flat you know there's just a lot of reasons you might put a wall sign in conjunction with a freestand sign to try to get your image out out there and be plain to see. And the two types that I'm familiar with would be called a can sign, where it may be in a simple form a square box with a plastic cover and it's backlit, correct? Yeah, a lighted face sign. A lighted face. And then the other one with the individual letters, a, is that called a raceway? Uh, those would be called channel letters. Channel letters. They mount to a raceway. But lately, the idea is to get away from the raceway or incorporate the raceway into the look instead of hiding it behind the letters. Okay. And so the blade sign is perpendicular to the building. Correct. So it aims goes out at a 90 degree angle and and you're doing four of those for us in the downtown project correct so you've got building signs monument and pylon signs wall signs wall signs what's a wall sign any wall sign would include like what you put beside the doors or the actual name up on the building somewhere. The lit signs or the um, channel letter signs are also considered wall signs when we refer to them. But Okay. So at what point during a restaurant owner's development should he reach out to you to begin that sign process? Because there's permitting and a lot of sign codes that you have to study and go through. So what would be the appropriate time? Well, usually once they've decided to engage an architect to look at their property, it they should be talking to us so we can give information to them as well because the electrical needs and different support needs within the building to accomplish idea would best be served there at the beginning. A lot of times the customers are afraid to get a consult because they're afraid of engaging too early or money or extra money. But really at that point, we're ready to do that for free because we want to make sure that the project goes well and it behooves us to get in there as early as possible without that feeling that you might be running into some expense. And that initial site visit, they may want to put a sign on a location 
that doesn't have power. And so it would be appropriate for them to do it now when they're going to ha- maybe have a wall opened up Correct. versus later Correct. that they have to go back in and retrofit it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Last minute problems are the probably the biggest thing. Okay. What are some challenges in working with the city about getting certain signs approved? Because I know there's all it's all about a calculation and the square footage and so tell us about some of the challenges that you work through with the cities and, and counties. I think the the biggest problem is not so much with them because once you figure out their routines and the way that they need things to be, it's a snap to get through them, you know. But we're well versed and we get in there and dig in and find out how we can use those to our advantage instead of fighting and come up with a plan that's going to satisfy them as well as get to the end result we're looking for. So working with the same cities and municipalities over and over, you learn the routines, you get it done, it's no problem. Correct. In those certain historical districts, architectural review districts, downtown improvement districts, you may have a second hurdle above the municipal code permits to also deal with. So the client needs to be aware of all of that, but they shouldn't be the ones to do that. That's something that you take care of. Correct. Correct, correct. We can streamline it. All we have to do is get the information we need, and we can basically get all the answers before we even begin. You know, I have a lot of my clients, when they're looking for restaurants, they want to do the work, and I, and I try to educate them. Stop. You have enough to worry about. You hire the sign guy, they'll take care of it. Because in all likelihood, because we're going to do it once in a great while, uh, we're, we're likely to screw it up as restaurant owners than you are who does it every single day. That's correct. We've seen this before. We've seen that problem before. And we bring that to you and let you have it you know, as part of the package, you know, to know all these details. So every municipality is obviously different. But what have you found from start to finish? The day somebody gives you their idea, you sketch it out, you run it through permitting, you build the sign and install it. Walk me through each of the anticipated timelines of each of each process. Well, usually initially when I meet with somebody, it takes maybe three or four days just to get something back as far as uh, what's the right size of the sign. If they have artwork ready, these things can be all accomplished at one felt swoop and I'd say probably a week, a week and a half would take care of that. After you have those drawings and you agree how the signs will be put on the building, I can take that to whatever entity needs to see it whether it's ARB or straight to permitting and get their input and make sure that we're in the right place, which we usually can dig through codes to determine that. But some idiosyncrasies require direct communication with them in order to get information we need to proceed. And the timing to typically get a permit? A permit in downtown Pensacola could take two days or it could take a week, but never longer than that. Okay, so now you have the permit. Is that when you would start the construction? I start the construction as soon as I feel that the ARB is going to approve my project in order to save time. You know, there's a lot of things to jump through but once arb approvals made and the initial um, design approvals are made i feel confident all the way through when we begin the project at that point i know it depends on the sign right you've got easy signs very complex signs tell me the difference between let's use my new sign which i would say that is that fairly complex it is the sign that he's going to describe is a monument sign we're going to be making two of them at our new food court in downtown pensacola so with that uh, you're charged with making four blade signs and two monument signs correct of course every restaurant or landlord in this case feels like their sign is special so yours is the best (laughs) And I love you for that. So tell me about the uniqueness of that sign and what you're doing with that. 
Well, basically, the sign is um, restricted in size in that particular zone to 12 square feet. So in order to make a bigger statement out of that, we have to find ways to make the background, which is not counted in that square footage calculation, look more interesting to grab more attention. And this particular sign is a little bit elaborate because we're using a wood background and then we're going to place a lighted sign panel on top of that. And the lighted sign panel is unique because in the downtown area, there's a problem with how signs are lit. They don't want the channel letters and they don't want big lit face signs on their buildings down here. They want something that looks either more period done out of wood or they want it to look only letters lit which would be called a route through push through or a route through see through. And this type of sign is a, a little bit more elaborate to create and it takes a little bit more time. So I'd say Mike's signs are probably going to take about four weeks from the day we start to the day we, we finish them. Uh, the wall signs are a little simpler. They're not lit signs, so they're called dimensional signs, and they have raised letters and you know panel backgrounds that make them interesting. And that really is the key to everything about this industry is to make something that looks interesting because even though they may not be able to read your message right off the bat, they'll look over and see something interesting and be drawn to that and be looking at your project, whether they're reading it or not. And the time to make those blade signs that you're describing would are how long? Those signs from the day I say go, they'd probably be done each one of them in about three days okay so three days versus about four weeks four weeks so that's the pretty significant length of time difference yeah and so that's why you need to plan your restaurant signs well in advance because i gotta presume you get people that are ready to open tomorrow and they realize oh i don't have a sign absolutely I mean, does that really happen that often? It does happen that often. Basically, what people are doing is they're so focused on the nuts and bolts, and they just think that's a last-minute thing, and they'll take care of that. they got a rough idea, but they don't really hone it, and then they get to the last thing, and they got something printed. They download off the internet, and they want you to make a sign out of it, and you, can you do it in two weeks? Plan yeah. ahead. You get a, a banner in two weeks, and then your sign will come a couple weeks after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last question, and don't include mine. What is your favorite sign that you've ever built? That's a hard question to answer offhand because there's so many lately. Angelina's came out really nice. Oh, you produced that one? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. That is actually one of my favorite signs. Oh, really? Yeah, it really is. Do you know downstairs, have you seen the menu box next to that? I have. That menu box is, we did that with the laser and I custom made all that at home myself. So Angelina's is my favorite sign. I got to tell you, there's several signs in town that I love. Obviously, that fish house sign is quite spectacular. The duh sign. Do you remember duh? There were three wooden letters, channel letters, made out of wood that sat on the ground. Yeah. Did you see that? That's another favorite sign. Of course, the Joe Patty sign is unbelievable. My old alfresco signs... I thought were very, you know, of course they were mine, but I was very pleased with how they turned out. Well, they were a motif sign and they hit that well. Yeah. yeah. So there's some great signs. I really love it when people take extra time to be creative and develop something new. So Tom Poe, Bricks Design, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. And we'll have you back for the next one. Uh, great. Thank you for listening to the Restaurant Realty in 10. If you're interested in restaurants, whether operations, facilities, buying, leasing, or investment, the Restaurant Realty in 10 is for you. Please subscribe to this podcast, and you can also visit therestaurantrealty.com for show notes, topics, and additional information.